Thursday, it is knockouts and three counts, and it's almost time for Metallica. But before we get there, we got another episode for you tonight, and we've got the return of everybody's favorite French-Canadian Frankenstein, our guy PCO. We got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about Impact Wrestling, turning back to TNA, getting lit on fire by Bully Ray, and a lot of other things. But before we get to that, we got to bring you who is bringing you this episode, and that's thanks to our sponsors, Potter's Tree Service. If you are in the market for... Uh, tree removal, tree trimming, chipping service, storm damage cleanup, walnut logging, or lot clearing, hit up Potter's Tree Service. Check out Ace of Potter. They'll get you together. But enough of me talking about it. Let them tell you for themselves. This is the Ring of Honor, a.k.a. Shane T, boy. The baddest champion you've ever seen, boy. This is Mr. Anderson. This is good old JR Jim Rock, and you are listening. You're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. Power! Power! Yeah, we got the Super World Champion! That might be one of the craziest knockouts I've ever seen in my life. Knockouts and Three Counts is the podcast, and it's just a real deal, baby! Knockouts and Three Counts starts now. All right, like you heard it, this is Knockouts and Three Counts. We've got a lot to talk about tonight with the return of our guy, PCO, the French-Canadian Frankenstein. How you doing, my brother, man? Very good, you, Kyle. I can't complain, man. This cold weather's finally showed up to Detroit. I mean, I should yeah. be used to it by now, but I'm fucking tired of it. Other than that, it's going to be a great weekend since we're about to get into Metallica and Pantera tomorrow, Metallica and Five Finger Death Punch on Sunday, and Devin's getting hitched. Son of a bitch, let's see if we make it to the wedding next week, but we're doing all right. How are you, brother man? I'm 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 fine. You guys, how are can't you? Compl- can't complain. J Bone Corey, you living over Devin, there? Devin and uh who's the other host? Like it's been a while. Like I Devin and always... Kyle, yeah. No, Kyle, but there's another one, no? Kevin. Yep. Kevin. It was yeah. Devin, Devin, Kyle, and Kevin, yep. They uh Devin's gonna be coming back soon, man. The original four horsemen of the show, J Bone yeah. and Corey, are newer to the to the installment, man. But yeah, we got a, Devin's getting married, dude. And uh, 
Cue the oh, cue the jokes. To, yeah, man, you're not kidding. I never. I told him he was going to get married. He said it would never happen. I knew it was bullshit. So uh, we'll see if he makes it to the altar come Saturday. What up, Bree? Shout out to uh, Wrestle Talk Wolfpack. But like I said, dude, there's so much to talk about with you since the last time we had you on the show. So to start off, man, tell me about this last run that you've had an impact. How are you feeling with how things are going right now? And how are you feeling after Bound for Glory? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling uh, yeah, amazing. My my body like is so good right now. Like I'm in good spirit as well. Like everything's, I mean, I couldn't ask for anything better than how I feel right now. I mean, that's the greatest news ever, you know. Well, it's good to hear you're feeling all right after that monster's ball. <laughs> how, dude? How? I have I have trouble getting out of bed in the morning. You're landing on cinder blocks. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand how you feel great. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's been a little while. But no, I felt I felt pretty good uh, right after the show too. You know, like even the next uh, night. You know, I had a uh, match all four against four, and I did a lot of stuff too the next night. So. No, things have been, like, doing, like, great. I, I'm super, super, like, uh, you know, being the first uh, signing with the new golden era of, of TNA, this is pretty awesome. And, uh, I mean, my past two years with Impact have been, like, nothing but just, uh, I think, constantly uh, improving, like, on different aspects of the game, like, like for example, my entrance, my makeup, my you know some of the moves that you know I've been like changing or twitching a little bit, and just just uh, just just trying to be better night after night, and I think I've I've done that over the the past two years, and going into my third year with with TNA right now. I think they've definitely been a good fit for you since you've come back. I mean, we've seen everything from. Uh, the Monsters Ball matches, to what you had going on with Bully Ray and all of those things. Before we get into what's next with TNA and all that stuff, we got to go back and talk about what some of the things that you've had going on in Impact before that. So, since we're fresh off of Bound for Glory and Turning Point that was in uh, England and Scotland, the tour they had over there, first of all, talk to me about Monsters Ball, man. It was you and Macklin and Rhino and Moose, first of all, Shout out to Moose for not managing to mess up those pants he was wearing. I've never seen somebody wear checkered pants during a hardcore match. Golfers man. Man. Yeah, I don't know. He's a very, uh, he's very into fashion. So, I mean, that's a monster ball match. I mean, you don't, you don't want to, you know, uh, mess up those nice pants. I don't know what mess up with that. Looked like he was ready for dancing, not fighting. But, man, oh, you guys sure got into one hell of a fight at Monsters Ball, which you were be victorious in, you know, like we were talking about with you having your first shot over here with TNA now, now that you've re-signed the contract. How do you feel about winning that Monsters Ball match? What were your thoughts on the match? And, uh, you know, I mean, we know that you uh, are not human, so we know that you are not afraid of the deathmatch style. Talk to me about Monsters Ball at Bound for Glory. Well, I just thought uh... – it was a good mix, you know, the fact that I was there with three former uh, TNA Impact World Champion, which is awesome in itself, you know, and I'm a former ROH World Champion, 
whatever, you know, like three times WWE tag champs and all that. I mean, it was a lot of uh, championships, like, you know, talent guy and uh, guys in the ring. And I think uh, we, we, we delivered like pretty, pretty good, you know, like uh, we didn't, we didn't have that much time. Uh, we, we had a good time, but you know, I think we, we could have uh, used like an extra five or seven minutes, but uh, now it was uh, everything to me. I wish maybe the power bomb could have been like uh, a little bit further down on the blocks and on the tacks and just being like trying to be perfect, you know, but uh, I think uh, that's what it is. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a sport and uh in a way where not everything's gonna be like always perfect, like like a hockey game or or wrestling, or you know football or any other sport. Sometimes you know things happens, and that's what makes it a beauty. It makes it a, such a nice thing to do, you know. And especially with a spot like that, dude, you're getting power bombed on cinder blocks. Okay, I mean, there's not too many ways to make that look pretty. So, with that said, how how do you get up like that after after the cinder block spot? Tell me about the spot with Moose and getting power bombed on the on the not only cinder blocks, but you had thumbtacks on the cinder blocks. So, I mean, dude, that is one hell of a bump to take in the middle of a match, and then get up off said cinder blocks and get a W. So, what are your with thoughts on that spot? Here, Talk yeah. me through that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a power bomb. It was like a, a bunch of thumbtacks in my head, and it was like a barrage <clears throat> of chair shots on my back as I was as I was climbing to the to the ropes. And then uh, by the time that you know Moose was getting ready to spear the uh, or uh, yeah, it was ready was getting ready to spear Rhino, and Rhino had a chair, so it was a little bit like okay, he speared the chair, so Rhino got injured on that, and so Moose was also stunned by the by the fact that you know they they collided, and then I took advantage of all of that and just hit them uh, sent on. Uh, cannonball on Moose, and that's that's how it went went down. That's how it went. The rest down. is history, as they say. You know, it's funny you say that because you talk about moves that you've been adding to the repertoire. I mean, dude, I've been seeing you hit the deanimator more in like the last few months than I think I've ever seen you hit the deanimator in the entire time I've been watching. Yeah. You. So the accuracy with some of these moves is definitely coming up. <laughs> yeah, especially this one. Um, this one, uh, uh, Bound for Glory and the, the Monster Balls match was uh, when I, I did hit the, the animator, my forehead was so close to those uh, center blocks, which added to the suspense, I thought. That's why I wanted to do it that way, <laughs> just to make it like so close to it. I mean, this, this <laughs> was a lot of, there's a lot of calculation there. Oh, yeah. The cinder blocks adds a whole nother element to it, I'm sure. But at this stage of the, your career, do, does thumbtacks even phase you? I mean, to be real. Uh, 
I mean, it's just, it's just cool. It's just, cool it's just thing. Cool. pure adrenaline, dude. It's just, it's just cool. cool. <laughs> Didn't hurt at all. Pure I mean, I just like going in is one thing, but I think it'd be worse like picking them out. You know what I mean? Like you gotta yeah. get them out. Of there. Yeah. That's probably the rough part coming down from the adrenaline rush and then pulling these things out of the back yeah. of your head. That's got to be a fun well, time. Well, you I just guess. don't want it. You, you just don't want to think about it. You know, you know it's going to be there, and you know it's going to be that, and you just don't think about that, and you just go through the motion, and then you deal with the pain after, and that's it. That's. I that's, mean, you know uh, what you're getting into, right? When you go into yeah. a monster ball match, you already know what's coming. Yeah. So, your PCO. Yeah, it's man, not your even, first one either. <laughs> ain't your first. <laughs> Yeah, it probably so, won't be his last. I doubt. Yeah, I, 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 I always try to find that one element that's gonna make you know the match okay. He's definitely not human. You know, that's that's that one ingredient that I'm looking for on every big matches or every time the stage is wide and large. You know, like when it's time to show up. Like I always try to find something different that was never been done before or just do it differently or just come up with something great well so it's very challenging things, yeah. my bad i was uh, gonna yeah, say because we had a question about one of those for you in the ahead, comments uh yeah. from one of the listeners so you talk about these spots that you do that you're always trying to look you know be innovative and do things that people haven't seen well shout out to dave houston from the reality era news group he had to ask us he wants to know Talk me through you and Macklin fighting and getting your mouth stapled shut. You know, it's always a threat I've heard. I'm going to staple your mouth shut, but you literally got your mouth stapled shut by <laughs> Steve Macklin. So talk to me about that, dude. Where does the thought process come through that, and how did you not tear your whole face up with that one? Well, you do tear your whole face up. I mean, not for <laughs> a long period of time, just for a few days. But uh, <laughs> the the the... the the thing is, like, with my character being the French-Canadian Frankenstein, just being that monster, that monster that's not human, and that Frankenstein monster, perfect creation one, I needed to have that shot where it's one of the shots from the movie that I wanted to have, like, in in my library forever. Just say, I no, I did exactly what the movie uh, is all about were at a certain point in the 1931 movie when he gets uh, his, his mouth stapled. And okay. Uh, well, you see all those photos, those pictures of Frankenstein with the staples on the mouth, you know? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to have that shot. I, well, I wanted to have that shot. I wanted to have like maybe five or six staples, not 23, you know? So... <laughs> <laughs> that kind of quadrupled because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had some what? of my cheeks and uh, all over my mouth and my forehead and it was all over the place which was great you know and made like an historical match like uh like you know everybody's been talking it made for that. a moment yeah. what was Macklin's I mean, thought yeah. when you proposed this is what I want to know <laughs> well you know he's I think the whole locker room knows me uh, pretty much, and uh, all the producers, they, they kind of know me enough now. And um, there's always discussions, you know, when things like that happen. It's not like green light all the time. It's always a process. You have to wait, you know, for some answers uh, to get a yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he... 
he was very open about it. Like he he, he was cool with it. So yeah. I mean, of course he was. Comes, he wasn't getting stapled up. Imagine being that guy waiting for like the you're waiting for like the final call on on what you want to do in the match, and it comes down like you want to staple your mouth shut. That's what you're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and then I'm gonna cross your uh, desk, dude. Like, what? and then you got a discussion with a few people, not not just the producer of the match, but yeah. you know, it goes to different layers, and it comes <laughs> back and. Sometimes it's pretty cool, you know, the way it comes back. <laughs> I mean, hey, about, I enjoyed it. Talk about you thinking about this, dude? I was about to say, like, you, you know, you're not the, you don't watch a lot of wrestling like that. But when you think when you hear shit like this, like these fucking wrestling folks, right? <laughs> I mean, that's just wild, man. Like I say, that's a commitment to the character. I, I mean, yeah. The, yeah, like you say, the Canadian, French Canadian Frankenstein. I mean, yeah. To your point. If you're gonna if you're gonna live up to expectations, that that is the perfect representation. Like you say, when everybody thinks of Frankenstein, they think of the mouth closed. So yeah, yeah. if you're gonna yeah, do yeah. it, classic horror yeah. right there, dude. Yeah, Imagine. and like you said, it's a it's a it's a huge commitment to to the character to the character. You know, it's it's something that I embrace. It's something that I'm proud of. Something that I I feel like I am this guy, I am this monster, I'm this creature. I am. Uh, I've been made by E. Destro with different body parts that were found dead and revived and been put back to life, you know, with the electricity. And I really feel like that. And as I said it before, you know, it happened at a point in my life where. I was going through a transformation as well, you know, mentally and psychologically and on all phases of my life. And it was just a perfect timing for that character to, like, I I didn't find that character. That character found me. It was great. And it's been great well, I mean, since it, that day. It's been a good so, run because as anybody that's been following us for any amount of time, you know that we've been following you since Ring of Honor when you were the Ring of Honor champ. And, you know, seeing you, you know, reinvent yourself, being there at Madison Square Garden for that at uh, G1 Supercard and seeing you come out with the big entrance there. And now everything that we're seeing here at Impact, man, I mean, it's argu unarguably probably been the best run uh, of your career. But, you know, we talk about TNA and we talk about TNA coming back and all those things. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, Impact going back to TNA, and how does uh, PCO fit in a new in the new version of TNA? Uh, I mean, I, I think I fit right in there. Uh, I was happy to find out about that. Uh, as you probably saw the video that was released, because it was like a secret to all the boys until it was revealed uh, at the end of the show at Bound for Glory, and uh, it was like. Like I was backstage and I I kept seeing cameras and mics and I was like, well, there's something coming up now, for sure. I mean, the, the, I didn't know what was coming up. Like nobody knew ex except the guys that were part of that video. But you know, being uh, there from right from the get go because well, before TNA started, I was on that that loop in Australia. Uh, with Jeff Jarrett and AJ Styles and a bunch of other guys, and it was the the talk of the of the tour that TNA was going to be you no know, that Jeff was going to start TNA. Uh, 
back then, and uh, I think 203, that's when I made my debut as X. And uh, I just posted, like, because it's been been posted a few times by the company, I believe, and uh, I just reposted on my page, and, like, peeps, a lot of people found out that I was that guy, X, so it's kind of cool. So it's kind of like a full circle thing for you now that yes, DNA is coming it is. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think uh, I think uh, later on, like all the big names also that were part of of TNA, like uh, uh, Russo and Bischoff and uh, the Road Warriors and the Steiner Brothers and then Hogan and Kevin Nash and uh, Razor Ramon or Scott Hall, whatever. And all those names of uh, Rowdy Piper and uh, Abyss and uh, the, the all the original ones too, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, I think it just it just, it just brings that nostalgia back. I think it's just a great move. And those letters are well known. It's it's so much easier to talk about a product just saying TNA and. Uh, I think the fans will enjoy that for sure. I don't think and, we ever stopped calling it TNA, though, did we, Kyle? <laughs> and the, that really, was one, I and say. I think that that was one of the reasons why, too. Like uh, when I did the when I got staple, you know, uh, by Macklin for the 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 world title match in Toronto, or in uh, oh, I can't remember the town where it was, but uh, I want to say it was paper, Toronto at Emergence. It was Toronto, right? I think so. Yeah, it could be. Uh, uh, but I, I, I remember Hogan's talking about it on, on, a, on a different podcast, and he was saying, did you watch uh, TNA last night? And talking about that, you know. So, which, that was the way he mentioned the company. Did you watch TNA last night? So, and then... Yeah. Um, and then PCO was getting stapled, you know. So, yeah. So that's everybody was calling it TNA, like you said. So I think it was the right. No, I don't know why. Like it just never, like, it never clicked in your brain to call it Impact. I mean, we knew what it was, right? But you used to say TNA, and everybody still knew what it was. Yeah, it's just uh, to me, it's so much easier to uh, Impact is like Raw or a SmackDown, and TNA right. is the is the company, you know. And I mean. Totally makes sense to me. Yeah. I think it's. I mean, every wrestling right. company is is a three letter thing, so it's like yeah. it's like a thing, right? Come on. Yeah, yeah. What are you trying to say, Jay Bone? It was too many letters for you to read. <laughs> yeah, man, I can't. <laughs> I can't <laughs> write down impact on thing. I like to write TNA. Who doesn't like TNA? Am I right? Come on, guys. Well, I mean, you're at, not wrong. Even look at the MMA landscape, right? You got the UFC. You got yeah. now PFL. No more yeah. Bellator because their name was too long. And you even like championship who just so happens to also be three letters. And then, yeah, yeah I mean, maybe, See, maybe we got something we're on to something here, here man. Yeah. Well, not, well, I guess you got BK. So if we turn of... Bellator to Bell, they'll miraculously not get bought by PFL. <laughs> we're just gonna name hey, it that's BFC. What... <laughs> that's what the BFC, is. and it'd be a growing product if it was just BFC. We got all the ideas here. People need to just tune in more. That's all. Speaking of the ideas, man, you know, what do you, you know, our, last we had talked, you were telling us about your jiu-jitsu journey. Tell me a little bit about that. If I'm not mistaken, didn't I see you got your blue belt now? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh it's uh it's one of the greatest sports, you know, for for discipline and for uh mental strength and uh you know like every morning that you're going to get into a class, you're going to work your ass off, you know, you, you know you you're going to get, you know, you're going to have to fight and uh that's that's one of the greatest thing I think. It's it's just uh it's you know, adversity showing up and you fighting against it and trying to find keys and find ways to come on top. And I think it's a great sport for that. I think it's one of the best sports, uh, just, uh, even related to pro wrestling as far as some of the holds and some of the takedowns and a lot of things that can, it comes down to it, like to catch as catch can basically, you know, that, so that's kind of my mentality in jujitsu. And uh, that's a that's a great sport for conditioning and for uh, working your stabilizer, like you know, like all of the muscles, like sideways and things like that, and uh, every single group muscle of your body, you know, gets involved in a fight like that. So, like every Friday morning, uh, like we go through eight rounds of of eight six minute rounds so which is just that's work. rough yeah 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 getting my blue belt was great you know because that at sometimes you know like 2018 like some of the years that was on the road four or five days a week so you know like you, you, we were talking about when i first did my first podcast with you guys but it started in 2018 my big blowout match was with gunter walter at uh, wrestlemania 34 that's a war like, uh, almost seven years ago so uh and i i feel like um every year since then has been an upgrade to the character frankenstein so that's what i like about the fact that i didn't have all the answers the first year I didn't have all the answers the second years. I still don't have all the answers right now, but I'm always challenging myself and challenging the company creatively to improve the character. Well, speaking of improving the character, you sparked a question. So now that you've been incorporating jujitsu, if PCO was to add any submission as a finisher, what would it be? Well, it's, I mean, for the monster to go into submissions, it's kind of weird because you wouldn't see that in the movie Frankenstein. And I'm trying to keep the old grain, and the, the old black and white uh, mm-hmm. team. So I don't want to make it like too much of, uh, too, too innovative in that sense where he goes with submissions. I, I don't say never ever it might happen, but it has to be something pretty simple. It can't be something too technical, you know. Because I feel like a rear sense. naked choke would be right up the alley of Frankenstein getting. Yeah, it could be, and it, it could be with the hooks, you know, just to be mm-hmm. up to date. But it, it has to be something pretty simple. It could it could have been an arm, an arm bar too, which is one of my favorite to finisher uh, when I roll. I I I do finish a lot of arm bars. Uh, I can't use uh, Kimura or Americana because. Uh, 
time machine. He uses it a lot, you know. So there's guys using other like similar moves, but that's pretty much my in my alley. Do you like the armbar for mount better or off your back? I like when the guy turns sideways to to to, okay to avoid you, you know. To avoid being pinned, and he goes sideways, and I think it's a good place to tra- yep. transition, transition to to the armbar. To to play into the character, I think you got to take uh, a play out of John Jones' book against uh, Machida and do the standing guillotine. I think mm. that that's the move. Yeah, the like, guillotine. Yeah. Line. Okay. And what's cool? What's and, cool? In, in 2023, it's like the fans are getting it. You know, it's not like, mm-hmm. oh, what's that? You know, or this is a boring thing, you know, they get it and they, 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 they buy it, you know, and it's, it's kind of cool. You know? I like it, man. I always, like you said, I love, um, you know, the evolution that you've gone through even just in the time uh, since you first came on our show. Um, spinning it back to TNA, you know, we talked about you being uh, the first signing for that and all those things. What are some of your goals as we go into 2024 for TNA? Like, what is what are some of the goals that the French Canadian Frankenstein's got for TNA? And what do you think this new version of TNA is going to bring to wrestling? Yeah, yeah. My my main goal is always to, uh, you know, when I back when I roll back and when I first signed in 2019 with Ring of Honor. Uh, I believe it's 2019, December 2019. Uh, my goal was to become the world champ. And uh, this is the same goal with, with TNA, to become the world heavyweight champion in the company. And also to keep improving, like I said, the character in a way where there's no other option where, you know, that's you have to go to that route because people are wanting it, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's there, you know, and, and, uh, that's, that's, that's my main goal. That's, uh, get more people on the bandwagon. And, uh, there's a lot of kids on it with their parents, which is kind of a double generation things. Cause either the parent explained to their kids, Okay, I know this guy from before, but the kid feels like this could be a good protection for. I think that's why kids like uh, monsters and and things like that. Or, you know, it, it feels a little bit like a, to them not a superhero because they're kind of they. I'm their favorite wrestler, but they don't want to come by for for a picture because they're afraid. But in the meantime. It's it's a double like it's a double edged sword. Yeah, 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 yeah. For for the kids, so but I I see in their eyes when they, they they're getting closer, they're they're afraid, but in the meantime they're happy. So it's hard to explain, but I I go through that a lot and uh, just 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 growing this this thing bigger and bigger and bigger. I think that's the challenge. Yeah. Well, you mentioned being world champ. World champ is the goal. Obviously, Impact's current world champion is Detroit's own Alex Shelley, one half of the uh, Motor City Machine Guns. So tell me, what are your thoughts on a match with Alex Shelley? How do you think that plays out with the French-Canadian Frankenstein? I don't know. It's kind of uh, 
it's kind of a uh the matchup is like okay you got like a pure wrestler with the monster the monster which is it's a different matchup you know i think uh uh it, it's always cool when you clashes of style it's it's not always good to have like two monsters going at it or or two of the same kind going at it like, i i think two wrestlers is good two two good uh pure wrestlers i think always delivers a good match but i think uh a different of clash clashes of style always could bring up a good match so yeah i, w I would uh, i think there's there's ways to to make it interesting oh i think he'd have to hit and move that would be a hell of a <laughs> that would be a hell of a match for our guy alex shelley from here in the mitten man you better stick and move or you're getting caught well we got a couple questions for you in the comments man chris asks us from massachusetts he goes what's your favorite match that you've had so far in impact uh, I have a few. Like uh, one of my favorite one was the one for the title with uh, Macklin, the one that we talked about. The uh, was another Monster Balls match. Uh, the one uh, that ended up the uh, a feud with uh, Ronson Reed with Jonah. Uh, uh, and another another one that was cool was the one with Gallows uh, when I went through the ring. Well, that was that was uh, it was a cool moment too. I mean that, you know, that, that was special. It was a special night. Um, uh, and my old feud with Eddie Edwards. How how can I, I pass that? And uh, the whole thing with Honor No More until they all turn against me. And uh, that was great that night when I finally the monster had enough and kind of went crazy uh on all of them so he told was... them fuck around and find out is what the man <laughs> saying right yeah right. yeah man <laughs> yeah hell yeah, yeah so man there, there's a lot of there's so many great moments and i cannot forget like getting being set on fire by by none other than bully ray that's one of the highlights. You know, we were going to ask you about it, but now since you've brought it up, we got to talk about that. We've had a lot of people asking, so you got to talk to them about getting lit on fire by bully. So <laughs> talk to me about that. I mean, I've heard of some pretty out of the way ways to get a guy before he gets in a match. So you ain't got to fight with him, but lighting him on fire. That's about as far as you can go. So talk to me about that with bully Ray. <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, I knew that was Bully's thing, you know, to put, like, fuel on tables and set up guys on fire to to having them go to some tables and that are burning. And I just thought that was a great, perfect occasion for the monster to rise up to the occasion and uh, being set on fire. I mean, why not, you know? There's a lot of fire in that movie too, where he's kind of afraid, um, and I think it worked, you know. And uh, yeah, just the craziness of doing it. And uh, I, I just, I like it because it's done. It's, it was not like a, a fake fire, or it was not um, something that wasn't real. 
I like when everything uh, is pretty much real in that world, you know. That's personally that was that what it drives me a lot when it's real, when it's not fake. I like that. You heard it here first, man. That ain't no damn fake fire out here. Now, you know, we talked about your goals being <laughs> to get back to that world title. I mean, obviously, no, I, I got to imagine a, Bubba's got to be on there, too. <laughs> man, the, the fire, I think that was in Atlanta. And and everybody was so stressed out because apparently you cannot set someone on fire in Atlanta. It's not legal. So, <laughs> oh, and, and me, I was like, just... Just do it like here in the street. Just let's do it like anywhere. And then (laughs) everybody's like concerned. Where can we do that to be, you know, like to be in law and to ask permission. And like, I was like, what permission? Permission (laughs) for what? You know, like I didn't understand anything about the whole process of, you know, we got to be careful and we got to be like within the law and, and things like that. And I know as a big corporation like that, you can't risk things, but it was like, are we going to do this? Or we're we're going to choke on it. You know, it's like I was getting impatient, you know? So <laughs> that was a pretty cool moment when finally we got the, okay, let's do that. So, oh man. See, I was hoping they yeah, just, did it. Fuck it. just let me just do it. You can't undo it once it's done. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I was <laughs> yeah, that was great. Wait, wait, was, he I can't mean, be on fire no more. I know you're already on fire, but let's hurry up and put it out right. <laughs> and there's no you're take not really two, right. <laughs> there's no take two. There's yeah, only no. a take one, and and every camera's got to be rolling. They got to be you ready. See it now? He's just like he's on fire, and they're like, "Hey, you can't do that." Oh, this? Oh, okay, All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's what on fire I, now. It's too now. late. Just wait, put him I, in jail. What if the fuel <laughs> just so happens to get spilt, and then I walk through the fire? So then I, I technically set myself. It was an accident, fire, right? Yeah. 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 No, you would that? think, you would think because you guys were putting on a performance, it would fall, you know, under the different lines. It wouldn't be like you didn't set somebody on fire. Like I mean, a, Corey. To hurt. Now somebody. let's just no, think about this. You if you're walking I mean? down in a cop, let's say all the process was like okay. There's a lot of cars there, so we don't want a car to explode. Uh, we don't want to burn any paints from cars or things like that. So we can't do it here in a parking lot. We can't do it there in the street because it's too much wind. So there was a lot of things going on. And uh, it's pretty like a crazy story. Just just, just disgusting, the whole thing with everybody. And it took, yeah. took years <laughs> to, get the, to get that done. So, you guys gonna just... let me get on fu- lit on fire or what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Corey, to your point, dude, like you know, oh, yeah. you talk about this. You say, "What did somebody say if they come up? What do you think a cop's gonna do? You just come up and a guy's lit the fuck on fire. You're walking down an alleyway. Oh shit! I don't think you dude, burning. Wait a minute. <laughs> 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 He's gonna be over like, hey. Hey, don't put me out. Let me get the shot first. Don't put Hold me on. out. Hold on. We got to get Hold the on. shot. Don't burn me. <laughs> don't make me do that twice. Go away, man. Oh, God. You got to Oh, shit. I love it. You know, this brings up a great question, too. You know, we just got out of Halloween. You got to tell me, how does the French-Canadian Frankenstein (laughs) celebrate Halloween? I feel like you would scare the shit out of some poor kids if they came up to try to come get candy from the house. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. well, uh, it's, it's, 
Yeah, of course, but it's, uh, I don't really <laughs> get involved in all that, so I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big Halloweener. Is, is, is it a thing up in Canada? Oh yeah, it's a, it's a thing, but it depends. There's a certain area where they're really into it, like where the houses are really like all of the, the like, you know, they, they put the uh, pumpkins and everything and uh, vampires, whatever. Really. Yeah, old, yeah, you know, put a lot of stuff and then make it look like Halloween. But there, there's some, there's some area, and there's some area where it's just dark, where there's no action at all, and the area where it's all the kids go and they know they're gonna get a lot of uh, candies and things like that. And Have they adopted the trunk or treats over there, like they got over here? Because we were talking oh, yeah. about that on the show oh, yeah. with uh, MLW Women's Champ. Uh, Janai Kai, I mean, good God, with all these trunk or treats, I mean, they're all out of the street by like 8.30. We were talking about yeah. this. When I was a yeah. kid, we used to come home with two pillowcases full of this yeah. shit, and now pillowcases. they're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was like that, too, when I was a, growing up when I was a kid, was with pillow pillowcases, and uh, we used to have, uh, have fun with a bunch of kids together and just, uh, you know, not even going with parents, you know. Just going by ourselves right like now. Now everything is sec- everything is secure, and everybody the parents are not too far, and mm-hmm. so making sure that everybody's taken care of. So, hell yeah, man! Well, Halloween was dope around here. We didn't have as many people. I got to go check out some haunted houses and all those good things. But you know, with that being said, you know we talked about goals. You know, you told us you want to uh, win the world title in. Uh, TNA, you also want to get some get back on a few things. Before we, um, before we let you get out of here, you know, we also kind of talked about the fact that it's a good time for you to be coming back on here because your Canadians are playing against our damn Red Wings. Shout out yes. to uh, Darren, Mc- our guy Darren McCarty, who just yeah. uh, helped us yeah. donate to uh, you know uh, best buddies for kids with disabilities, uh, getting jobs and all that good stuff. We just saw him here with uh, Mega Rand, but how are you feeling about the Canadians this year? I mean, I hope the Red Wings beat them tonight, but uh, how uh, much are you watching hockey? <laughs> I don't have much. <laughs> I, don't, I, I do watch quite a, a lot of hockey. There's a lot of uh, people at TNA that are big hockey fans and big hockey uh, themselves players and things like I was, I was, you know, I played like good hockey too. Uh, uh, you know, with college and things like that. When I went to college, I, 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 at one point I started very young this the wrestling business. But and uh, when uh, I had some failures, like you know, some some nights, like I remember as a kid, you know, eighteen, nineteen, uh, being in the Maritimes, and uh, I got caught in the first uh, wave. Uh, Oh, we started with two crew, and then they cut to the one crew, and then uh, kind of got let go. It was very, very hard mentally for me because I just, I just that was my first territory ever. So I wasn't ready to be on top, and I was put on top, and uh, I uh, that's where I learned the most. But that's where the lessons are so great that uh, uh, it was like. Uh, it was super, super hard mentally for the age I had and everything. I was tough. So I went back to college for two years, but I kept on wrestling on weekends when I could. But uh, I went back and I, I went back to play playing hockey. So uh, 
and uh, had a lot of invitations uh, to go, let's say Boston College or you know like a lot of teams also uh, Fort Wayne and the Annapolis Fort Wayne the Comets, which was the farm club of the Chicago Blackhawks and uh, International Hockey League back then IHF IHL and mm-hmm. uh, they they merged with the American Hockey League now, which it's a uh, all farm farm teams for the NHLs. But uh, all Sims, the coach, I, I remember watching all Sims as a kid, and the coach himself called me up for the training camp, and I'm like, okay, now I could go back. I got an offer to go back and not to go back, but to go for my first time in England to wrestle or just go in hockey and I remember having a girlfriend at that time and I was like okay what do I go hockey or pro wrestling and then made my choice and I was pro wrestling and never regretted since then but because uh, I, I think talent wise I, I might have been more limited as a hockey player I, that's that's my thoughts but uh, yeah hey, well, I would say the wrestling thing right? worked out you're right I was going to say, yeah. I feel like the wrestling thing worked out better for the French-Canadian Frankenstein. But what's something <laughs> to find out that the French-Canadian Frankenstein can skate too? Son of a bitch, you can't run, he can skate, man. You're going to be you're gonna be running, man. I uh, Like I said, man, it's great to have you back on, and we appreciate the time and all those things. The last question I'll get you out of here on is uh, something that's been swirling around a lot since um, everything went down at Wembley with AEW and all that stuff is where is the next place we're going to see CM Punk. A lot of people have been saying that they'd love to see him in Impact, and especially with guys like Ace Steel getting brought in to be a producer and things like that, too. All that kind of sparked a little bit of those rumors. How do you, Where do you think he'd end up, and how do you think he'd fit in uh, the Impact locker room? Because the one thing that we've heard resounding about Impact or now TNA is that everybody loves the vibe of the locker room. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you think CM Punk could be a good fit for Impact? Well, he showed up like uh, I think I've seen him twice myself uh, mm-hmm. in the last year, and he was very, very uh, down to earth, cool with everybody. I mean, nothing but class act every time he came by with everyone. I mean, so I really, I really hope. He would join, you know. I mean, that would be that would be great for the company. Like, uh, but that's all. Yeah, that's all another guy I, who's got that history with him too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, we we've known each other for a little while because we were there together in TNA too. Like, uh, he was not that known when uh, when I was there as X, and he was there as, as Punk, and I, I think he had his big run after with our mm-hmm. age after his DNA run. Uh, I believe so. I'm not quite sure. We're both hockey, f- you know, like fanatics. Like he's, he's big. With, A Blackhawks uh, guy. Blackhawks. And <laughs> he loves Rich Dunlop and the Chiefs. And uh, I do too. So, you know, I'm all in for him to join TNA for sure. Yeah. I think yeah, man. About him, Kyle, and we've talked about it plenty of times. Like, People love to shit on his name so much, and and I get it. But is it not better when he's just on TV? It's better when he's around, dude. Whether you love him or hate him, 
it's just better when he's there. So I, you know I, mean? I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't there. Like when those things happens, like you, you can't. If you can make up your mind on rumors, great for you. But I cannot. Right. You know, like for yeah. me, if I'm yeah. not involved in a situation, I cannot simply. I there's no way I can make up my mind with something yeah. that I was not involved. With in it like i don't totally have the, both sides of the stories i don't have anything i don't have any real facts other than he choked you know uh jungle boy but uh i don't know what led to it and it, it's it's not even yeah i feel you so i just he, wanted to know what you thought about him coming to tna yeah. because that's another thing that we've been uh hearing but I, and i think TNA the company or... i think the company's been very positive about it. Like if it, if it would be a marriage there, like I think they they'd be like Devin. They'd say yes for sure. I think <laughs> like, ah, yeah. So Punk needs to say yes like Devin did. Let's see if we make it through this. That's a perfect way to segue into this bachelor party weekend. Like we said, if J Bone and I don't make it back to Tuesday, oh, you know what happened. Metallica Look. and the bachelor party got the better of us. But <laughs> Tonight's the last I'm night. I'm betting on them. Monday. I'm betting on them. <laughs> the last night we sleep until Monday, Kyle. This is it. Hey, Monday. dude, I got tomorrow off. I'm with it. Let's go. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait to see Metallica and Pantera tomorrow. You got Metallica and our homie Chris Kale from Five Finger Death Punch coming to town Sunday. And then we're going to have Devin getting married here soon. Son of a bitch. The next couple of weeks are going to be wild here at Knockouts and Three Counts. Shout out to Devin and Portia getting married. Well, dude, we have kept you for quite a while. I appreciate the time and appreciate everything that's going on. If you got anything coming up that you want to promote or want anybody to know about, let them know and let them know where they can find you on social media. Oh, yeah. Um, very easy on the Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Uh, PCO is not human. Uh, you know, I tried to... Uh, follow uh, a lot of people i try to get involved too to not just being there just and not doing anything i'm pretty uh active you know with the fans so which is kind of cool and uh pretty also i post a lot i'm not as uh, interactive on instagram but it's pco is not human as well and my facebook is totally full and uh <clears throat> My admin page, I don't have the control over it anymore. So something happened where Facebook, some robots decided you that too, I huh? Not... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my page is, is floating around. My PC is not human with, you know, uh, I think 10,000 people following it. And uh, I cannot grab it back. So it's kind of crazy. Uh, Meta. I'm not get your very, shit together. Yeah, I'm not impressed with the, with them because uh, you can never talk to a no one. It's all. Oh my god, I could go on for it. a whole podcast just about that too. So, but I one thing you. that I wanted to say, it's uh, I wanted to say congrats because you know I've been like that journey. We I don't know how long before we met you started it, but uh, you know the intros, the sponsorships, and all that and uh, many many uh seems to be on like a lot you know a lot of times and I, I see a lot of content and i just wanted to say guys man it's uh it's a hell of a ride for you for you guys too as well so uh very proud of that for you um, hey man 
really appreciate that, that man. Yeah. He was one of the first ones rocking with us. And if you've been following us, if you're going to be at Survivor Series, Knockouts and Three Counts is going to be at Survivor Series. So, man, that is a great thing to hear. We appreciate uh, the support there. And if you guys are new here, we're only 50 away from 1,000 subscribers. So if you're new here and you watch this later, make sure you hit that subscribe button. But, yeah, dude, shout out to our sponsors, Potter's Tree Service. We appreciate you all coming through and uh, helping us out. Shout out to Bruce Buffer and Millions.co for picking us up uh, on there as well. You can check us out there. Go buy you a shirt. Yeah, man, it's been quite a ride, and you've been down with us, like you said, before uh, we've innovated a lot of that stuff, man, and it's uh, yeah. it's been cool to have you along for the ride, and it was great to meet you over there at uh, IWR uh, with Rhino as well. I know they got a show tonight as well, too, so hopefully we'll see you back here in the mitten soon. Yeah, yeah for sure. I will be. Hell yeah, man. Well, I appreciate that. Boys, before we get out of here, you got anything last things before we get out of here and try to survive Metallica? I'm ready to rock and roll, man. We got a lot going on this weekend. Like you said, Metallica twice. We got Pantera, Five Finger Death Punch. We got a hell of a UFC fight on Saturday. Uh, I don't know you'll be at the bachelor party, but there ain't no sleeping. We might as well stay up the whole weekend, man. Let's do it. Get you you heard what the Beastie Boys said. No sleep till Brooklyn. I might not be going back to Brooklyn, but uh, yeah, man. I had a great, great show tonight. And, you know, since we were talking about the Red Wings and the Canadians, Fuck the Canadians because they beat us in overtime. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's great. I think it's uh, just Caulfield and scored. I think, but uh, yeah. we got we got a we got a young team and uh, yeah, he was five games without scoring. So I like that kid. I like him a lot. But we had sorry, to be the guys. one to break sorry. his streak. Damn but, it! Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was it was a uh, it was a losing streak too for the Habs. So uh, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. You take your W, all right? You take your W and don't rub it into me. We were just talking yeah. about this with Darren McCarty. I've got faith in what we've seen from the Red Wings so far. Damn it. We need to get we need to get the Canadians back. And you already know the last time we were in Chicago, you already know about the Blackhawks. Fuck yeah. the Blackhawks. And Darren, we need Darren to get it going. Is, hey, I gotta say Darren's a hell of a guy too. I love Darren McCarty, man. He's great. So uh one of my favorite players of all time. Oh yeah. Hey man, that's a hell of an endorsement by the French Canadian Frankenstein. Shout out to DMAC. I know he'll be on a show here soon. Thanks again for donating to uh the Best Buddies Gala Gala this weekend, helping kids with disabilities get jobs and all those things. But man, like I said, we will see you this weekend. If you're at the Metallica show this weekend, knockouts and three counts will be in the building. Ford Field's gonna be stocked. There's still a couple tickets for you to get. So until next time and in the in-between time, let's go Red Wings. Peace.